Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't like in a company, and I don't know like how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah, and like Jay Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah, yeah. To that, remind me not to quote any hip hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said, it, "I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman." Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's what women binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. We have Lauren Bosworth with us. Yay! The Hills. So what is like your number one question from fans? The primary question I still get asked was, "What is it real? (laughs) (laughs) In 2024, to me, is a surprising question to get because I feel like everybody has been through the reality TV gauntlet at this point. What women binge wherever you listen. All right, y'all, man, it's like there's national stuff, international stuff, local stuff. It's a busy Friday. Let's take a, I tell you what, let's take a look at the weather as we get cranked back up, and that'll give us time to get some more calls on the board. Y'all have been great on the phones today. I think the times are just intense. When people start dialing in, especially in an election year, to figure out what's going on every day. That's what we're committed to doing. Breaking news when we get it. should be an eventful week. we got a lot going on this week, but right now, uh, real quick check of the weather, just because every drop of rain that falls just continues to be trouble. Uh, most of the heavy stuff has now moved off to the east in the state. So Birmingham's getting in the clear. We've got a little bit of rain around Springville, and that's eventually going to give us a break. Sunshine comes back tomorrow. In fact, one of those uh, bands of rainstorms is heading toward me. I'm over in East Alabama today uh, with the show. I had to be on the road, and uh, so I'm about to get a healthy dose of it. And that should be it for the evening. Uh, it's been a soggy weekend. We got washouts and problems, and we've had school delays today and flooded roads. It's just a whole lot of water as we get to uh, mid-February. I was mentioning uh, some of the events of the week. Let me just run through some things I haven't gotten to yet. Um, later in the week, we got this Fannie Willis uh, hearing over whether or not she should remain involved uh, in the, the Trump case. I think ultimately she's going to be removed from that office. Courts are hesitant to throw cases out. They just are, especially when they've been brought from a grand jury. But this this whole case is the fruit of a poisonous tree. It is the fruit of a heavily politically motivated process uh, by which she brought the whole thing. In some ways, dereliction of duty, considering we were just talking a lot about the woke DAs, the politically motivated DAs, and the crime problems they're having in their own communities. And the communities are noticing this stuff and uh, raising hell about it. So why this woman pursued both her lover with with a huge contract and Trump for political gain, the communities are falling apart, the offices are falling apart, you got staff, disgruntled staff, and now she's before the judge in the case she brought trying to justify her remaining on the case. All the filings have been filed. She's maintaining she didn't break any federal law by uh, using money surreptitiously through her boyfriend that's all yet to be borne out in an evidentiary hearing. All that'll be in wide open court, televised, audio, the whole thing. 
on Friday. So we're building toward a little bit of drama in that case. The case is silly. She's silly. This woman doesn't belong in the office she's in. And the voters in there are having deep regret over uh, her activity. She is just a low-class person and has now been caught. In fact, the filing today, a lot of folks uh, point out in the filing today, what's important about her relationship with this man is the timeline. Because when the relationship began is relevant to how he got the job. And then there are other factors about misuse of funds and all that that will be on full display. And she keeps insisting that her... Her relationship didn't begin until after she'd given him the job, and they've got eyewitnesses that will testify with direct uh, eyewitness accounts of the opposite, and that's going to get nasty. So the stupid part of that case is we got to get so deep into somebody's personal business because of the uh, professional um, case that they brought. They're intertwined. Uh, only somebody this uh, lacking in ethics and intelligence could botch this whole thing the way they have, and that's where we are. So... Get the popcorn. You'll need some for Thursday. Don't eat it all this week. There's plenty to talk about. Let's go to the Biden administration real quick and some other things that are uh, part of that whole shenanigans. Two things have happened of late with their administration and staffers that just you get a sense that they're getting ready to toss him out. And I don't know if it means just as a candidate or if it just means also as president. Because he's become dysfunctional, but they're in full-fledged denial. They put that little spokesperson out today uh, with the 19 names, and she insisted that he does more in a day than most people do all week. Why? He's so busy. He's got nothing on his calendar for the next four days. They keep lying about his cognition. We all see it. The, the report in the special counsel report put it in writing. Everybody knows it. And today, uh, the New York Times allowed an op-ed from a leftist that Biden would have the duty to step aside and allow another Democrat to be able to be uh, the candidate for their party in this next election. Um, they're starting to really, right on schedule, they're starting to build the case to toss him. I've never believed they just do it suddenly or he would be man enough or humble enough to step aside. He doesn't have an enemy. That's not the kind of character he has. Um, so they're going to have to build a case first and then roll out the move. The big question today, and we talked about this earlier in the show, is, well, what do they do then? Kamala's a problem. They've got her out in front right now saying, I'm ready to serve. She is ready to serve. Yeah, and Biden is all, he's all here, right? They just say what they want to say. And then there's Lloyd Austin, um, just to get off the presidential race for a minute. Oh, by the way, on that note, uh, Michelle Obama telegraphing to people, and they're starting to put it out there too. She has zero interest in this. She doesn't want the pressure. She spent 10 years of her life having to do politics because of her husband, and she just doesn't want to do it. Um, so then where do they go? I don't know. She'd be the most popular choice. they got a lot of other lesser choices, even for the nomination, which, again, they could rig from the floor of the convention, and I don't think they'll make any moves until after uh, Super Tuesday. So we got at least maybe three weeks uh, before we get a vote on that and uh, get through those uh, delegates being gathered. Then they'll start pulling their shenanigans. But I think they're going to build a case first. I think they're going to watch those poll numbers, keep trotting out surrogates, keep planning the idea. The idea is out there. They're just going to make it um, acceptable for their side to discuss it out loud. It's like they know the emperor has no clothes. They can now finally say it. it it's, it's a sad drama for our country. It's sad that this entire party would put the country through this weakness, through this uh, dereliction of duty. 
and these incapable people that they've surrounded themselves with. Uh, but they're doing it because, again, it's about their power, not our country and anything they're trying to preserve for the rest of us. These people are sick. So then you go to Lloyd Austin, who, nice enough man. I know people that know him really well. Venerable. I, I'd probably like hanging out with him. But the guy has proven to be just dysfunctional in the office. And the sad part is this challenge with prostate cancer, ca uh, cancer that he chose to not be forthright on. And it makes people question what we're hearing today about him being back in the hospital. Here's the background, as you now know. Uh, he hid a prostate cancer diagnosis from the public, snuck to the hospital, and tried to make people believe it was an elective procedure. Minor deal, no big deal, I'll be out in days, we're, I got it covered. And it turned out it wasn't elective. It was a very dangerous situation for him, a very survivable situation for him, uh, but he was untruthful. And then they forced him out in the open after he could finally get on a walking stick and get to a microphone. And he went through that exercise last week to a skeptical media that doesn't like being deceived, uh, and now he's back in the hospital. And what they tell us is it's to deal with his bladder. Another infection is back. That, that just sounds like it's worse than it is. And they've this time been upfront about it, transferred his power to his deputy, which we know nothing about. We don't know anything about the competence of this person. And if you, if you look around the Biden administration, um, I'd be willing to bet since they're the deputy, they're less competent uh, than the main man. Uh, these are troubled times when people are ready to um, take advantage of our weakness in the Department of Defense at the moment. And so uh, there he goes back to the hospital. We really don't know what's wrong with him because I don't think anybody trusts uh, the explanation that they've been giving so far. And there's good reason not to, including even some of the left of center journalists in Washington. So that's a it's a side conversation amongst other uh, conversations today as to what's really going on with this man. Can he return to his job? Um, how will the job be done? All those things in between. So a little bit of political uh, drama. I brought this up earlier, and it led to several phone calls, and I'll throw it out there again. Um, we don't know who Trump's going to pick. Let's move to their side. We've still got to go through uh, the South Carolina primary, which is coming up, what, two weeks from now, two weeks from last Saturday or something like that. I got the calendar over here. Um, so here, I think it's the 26th. Am I wrong about that? So here comes South Carolina and just going to be uh, stupid to watch Nikki Haley get whooped in her own state. She actually is putting out ads, tweaking, uh, Trump for, I guess, not debating her. And then they answered with a hilarious ad that almost used the same image as her ad, which was stupid. I, I hate to see Trump waste money on this woman. He is better off acting like she's not there because she's not there. And moving on through Super Tuesday. But that back and forth continues. And I think that'll generate some headlines. As, as um, I'm really not sure she's desperate to win. I think she's a realist enough to know she can't win. But she's, she's being paid right now to stay in the race. The people are planning and funding this campaign to keep her there. So some something of an obstacle. Weak as she is. Uh, and, and it's only her that will take the embarrassment. You won't never... You'll never know who spent millions on keeping her in because it'll be some obscure uh, billionaires or whatever sending money in, and it won't really have an effect. She'd be better if she was an obstacle. She is just a punching bag at this point and just a, a silly human being. So that remains. Meantime, Trump shows up with Vivek Ramaswamy and his wife and, Trump and, and Trump's wife. All They went on a double date or something, and they showed up all dressed up 
at an event this weekend and it got the speculation bubble just going 100 miles an hour as to whoa lord is this the pick is he is is vivek the man and so you got a lot of public support for that there's still names being floated around and we just don't know one of the assertions i made earlier in the show was uh, anybody that comes at you with strategy or analysis based on how we used to pick vice presidents just doesn't know what they're talking about if i do it then i don't know what i'm talking about the rules are out the window trump's not going to pick based on trying to rally the base in some key state or trying to win a swing state that one that never really happens and two um because i mean look at nikki haley she was the governor of south carolina do you think trump needs her to help in south carolina i can pick other states where former electeds from those states really don't swing a whole lot of weight so um You've got the situation where it's really all down to Trump, his personality, his personal choice, and whatever reasoning he has, which I can all but guarantee you is, is not of conventional thinking. It will not be what Washington expects. And so could it be a big surprise? Maybe. Uh, will it be for his own reasons that won't? And then you'll have pundits come on and try to explain why it's wrong or why it's right. Because these people, that's what they do for a living. Uh, but it'll be fun to watch, not just Trump's pick, but all the morons, especially on Fox News, that'll come on and tell you all they know about it. Uh, like Karl Rove and all these others, they'll be, uh, oh, uh, you know, back in 1965, you know, shut up. None of that stuff matters. This is These are different times. There are no rules. Trump's doing, doing whatever he wants to do, and people respect him for the fight he's put up against these uh, fools like Fannie Willis. So drama on both sides. You got the Biden de decrepancy. And then you've got Trump and the ongoing legal battles and and trying to coalesce everybody behind that message and pick a VP. And we're moving right along, man. We're halfway through February. I mean, we are so close to convention time, it's frightening. And this year's moving along quicker than I thought. So here we go. It's 2024, 545-9950. If y'all want to get on the show, we'll, we'll bring it. We'll put you on the air. Other headlines, too, when we get back. Southern Skies Dermatology bringing you the show today, um, today, part of the reason I'm on the road, and I'm going to share my story, share my mama's story. She got pretty good, not a full report today, but she did another scan today that showed that um, the treatments that they've been giving her for the internal melanoma tumor um, that she has uh, is working. It seems like it's working. Things are shrinking. Any progress is great progress. If you're out there also fighting for your life with cancer, uh, hats off to you, thumbs up to you too. You just got to keep plugging and getting those good reports. And it's uh, some for sometimes it's a recurring battle, and sometimes you could just win it outright. And this, so this is my mama's second round. And y'all, it started as a, a melanoma on her skin that she detected kind of late, and I don't think they got it all years ago when the treatment was less advanced. Southern Skies Dermatology has the most procedure. And so if they check you and they find something, they can remove it all because they're checking it live while they're doing it. And that's what you want because a removal saves your life. It's gone. Now, after you've had one, you, you're probably going to be advised to get checked more regularly in case another one were to manifest. But you won't have to worry about an internal battle because that's the thing about melanoma. It moves and it can get in brain tissue. It can turn into tumors throughout your body and in odd locations. And you don't want this fight. You don't. Your family doesn't want it. The people that love you don't want you to see you go through this stuff. And if you just go get screened, I mean, if all of us, for all these cancers, for things that are part of life, uh, put skin cancer on that list, 
Let's do all the screenings and be proactive. Southern Skies only does skin cancer removal. This is their practice. This is their mission. So go see them and get that done. SouthernSkiesDermatology.com. That easy. The phone number's right there. Locations are on there. Pick a location close to you and go see Dr. Mario and the whole team. SouthernSkiesDermatology.com. All right, y'all, 524, Leland Live, Talk 995. Let's go. Mandu is over in Homewood. Let's get it done. Have you already given up on your uh, resolutions? Come on. Most people have by now. It's February the 12th. You're just done. You're getting ready to eat some Valentine's candy to hell with it. And the reason people do that, they don't get results. Let's be real. I mean, you get on the scale, then you go to the gym, and it sucks. And you're in there with all those people, and you're tired, and you don't have time, and you just start quitting. And we all do, we've all done it. I've done it. Mandu's different. Let me talk about Mandu. Mandu is strength training that's different. It's um, electronic muscle stimulation. And here's what's important about it. It's efficient, so you're not wasting a lot of time, so you're more motivated to go. And it's such a deep tissue workout. The whole workout, once you're dressed and on the stand and hooked up, is 15 minutes. It's really all you need and all you can take. And they hit all your muscle groups in that one 15-minute session. And it may sound like a shortcut or a gimmick, but wait till you walk around a couple of days later all stiff and sore. And you, when you feel that, it feels good. It starts to feel good. Then that's good feedback, and you want to stay with it. And then, then your attitude's better, and your other choices, like what you choose to eat, get better. So you get yourself into a better feedback loop and start making better decisions all around. Next thing you know, as one of my listeners, I'll never forget this, he said, man, I've been going to Mandu for about three months. My wife just smacked me on the butt in the kitchen the other day. I'll never forget him telling me that. He goes, she hadn't done that in a long time. He was feeling good. That's how you want to feel. Um, so try it. And, you know, look, it needs to come with a healthy diet and other good healthy habits. But Mandu, maybe that little spark. Yeah, that's a pun um, to get you going. It's in downtown Homewood. They'll let you try it for free. So it's going to cost you a thing. You got to be medically eligible, and they got some forms online you can fill out to um, make sure you're clear to go in there and be hooked up and see what you think. It'll be a little weird at first. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, but give it a day or so and see how you feel, and then you'll be back, and you'll want to sign up for one of the different levels of service, and maybe it'll be what you need to get that beach body ready. Boy, it's going to be there before you know it. Here we go with swimsuit season. It's Mandu, M-A-N-D-U-U, Mandu.com, Mandu. Dot com in downtown Homewood. Y'all go see Paul. Tell Paul I said, hey. All right. Um, I want to go back to the uh, Houston shooter. Now, I saw this story in passing yesterday. I didn't know how it would develop. But forget the criminal profiling and the stuff I've been doing so far on the show. Let's just talk about the coverage, okay? Just because what we see repeatedly. AJ, by the way, I sent you some, some audio. Pull that up real quick. I think we can get it in before the bottom if you don't mind. It's on your text. Um, we, we've got a building narrative about this shooter and it's, will dictate everything about whether or not this coverage continues. And they've, they've tried with the AR-15 angle. They got all excited in the mainstream media, but then we cut, co- we come out with the personality type and the profile. Yes. Profile of the shooter. And I'm telling you, they're getting ready to smoke bomb this. They're going to memory hold this story by tomorrow. It's over. Not only was it Christian's that were under assault. But this person was, because of their political disposition, an ad, an ardent leftist. Check one. That'll get you out of the news. Transgender. That'll get you out of the news. El Salvadoran immigrant. What? And they didn't say whether that was an illegal 
uh, person or the person migrated here, naturally a long criminal history, got a free Palestine sticker on the gun. Every one of those are checkboxes to get you immediately out of the news. If you're ever covered for anything in the news, you'll be out of the news pretty quick if you hit all those checkboxes. That is the hat trick of checkboxes so that they'll drop the story. They're going to drop this story just like they did the Nashville shooter. Remember that? It went to a black hole. Nobody wanted, Everybody got amnesia, and nobody wanted to read the manifesto. And I will promise you, and you know it, if this had been reversed, if some MAGA hat-wearing Christian with an AR-15 that has a history of political statements on the right had shot up a gay club or a tranny uh, bar, uh, this would be in the news nonstop, live trucks, constant coverage, the FBI would probably put together a task force to talk about uh, homegrown violence in America and hate. Yet all these people just keep hitting Christian outfits. Do you hear about Christian hate crimes? You have to beg them to do it. Now, but here's what's important. The Houston police want to make sure they're not insensitive. This person just tried to shoot up one of the most famous churches in the country, got, a, got their own kid shot. And uh, here's the uh, guy from the Houston police talking about pronouns. All right, y'all, let's do it again. Lead them live, talking to number five. Hey, uh, AJ, I was stepped away for a second. Is Thomas there? I want to make sure we got good to Thomas, and we'll put Thomas on here and start talking about. Well, Thomas, what's up, buddy? Hope yes, you sir. had a good weekend, man. Hope you stayed dry. It's been crazy. I, I did. It's been nasty all yesterday and today, man, it is. But uh, the market is heating up for the real estate market, which is great. You know, we talked about on Friday um, that uh, – that report from the National Association of Realtors where uh, Birmingham was in the top five, top ten of the metro areas where one of our areas had uh, increased 15.7% um, year over year um, in property value, which is incredible. Um, and, you know, that, that can affect, that affects home prices, that affects your equity in your home. Um, so, you know, I wanted to kind of expand on that. We talked about that with, you know, in relation to buying and the benefits of owning a home and buying a home. But I wanted to mention today about how that can how that can benefit you. You know, if you already own a home and you're looking to refinance or, you know, that that 15.7 percent increase in value, if you already own your home, you're realizing that that gain in value right now because you your property is still going up. And, uh, you know, you get that benefit of that property value increase. And, you know, the home that you own is an asset. And the way you access those funds is through a refinance. And you can use those funds for if you want to add on to your home, if you want to refinance and get some get some bills paid off and save you some money, or if you want to you got a kid going back to college or, you know, you got, we got tax time right now. Or if you're looking to buy another piece of property, you can always refinance this one and to buy something, uh, buy something else. So there's lots of reasons that you can look at doing a refinance, but uh, lot, uh, lots of reasons you can use your equity in your home. So, Yeah, you know, to you back know, that up, I was geeking out earlier today that uh, Alabama Center for Real Estate puts out an annual report for all the markets. Yeah. And I always, yeah. I mean, I nerd out and what I look at trend lines and I see how Birmingham's yeah. doing. And the note I would say to add to what you're saying is, yes, inflation has caused everything to be more expensive. And some of that's part right. of 
house prices going up. But house prices have held their own through mm -hmm. this and outperformed inflation in a way that protected your money because your house value is going up and keeping up with everything else. And, and it's a good that's a good thing when you're in an inflationary environment. So people that were had already bought prior to all this stuff are in better position than people that kept paying rent. Now that's going up and you're still behind. Yep. Rent is outpacing the rent is increasing faster than what home prices are. Yeah. And so when you buy a home, you basically stop your increase in rent payments or your housing payments. If you think about it that way, when you're buy, when you buy a home, your house payment, that's going to be your house payment from now on. But if you rent every 12 months, your rent's going to continue to go up because your landlord's going to say, I think you mentioned this on Friday, if I remember correctly, every 12 months, your landlord is going to say, well, in the last 12 months, my property taxes have gone up. My insurance to insure this piece of property has gone up. Cost of living has gone up. All my expenses on this piece of property has gone up. You know, whatever, on and on and on. Or I just want to raise rent, and they raise it. They raise it 10%, 15%, whatever they want to raise it. So every 12 months, you're getting the notice that, hey, your rent's being raised 10 15 20%. Well, the way to combat that is to buy a home. You buy a home, and your housing is basically that that your housing price or your housing cost is stopped, and it's going to be that price yeah. basically from now on. The only variable is you know taxes and insurance, taxes and that's and negligible that's when right. you look at the whole thing. In fact, I've got a friend. I won't say his name because I don't. He this is his personal business, but he was in a situation just just moved here was renting. And uh, the landlord just decided, hey, prices are up, get out, or buy the house. And that put mm -hmm. him in a heck of a position, and he said, I'm going to buy something. I'll never be in that position again. So Exactly. It's just home ownership comes with is empowering. So y'all look into it and do it with Stockton. These guys are good at what they do, and they don't mind you digging right. in and uh, spending time with you like they're doing with me on a project I'm working on now where it's kind of projections and analysis, and I, I'm going to have some stuff pulled together on that very soon. And I trust these guys to steer me in the right direction. So, yep. man, I appreciate it, Thomas. Thanks for yes, your call sir. tonight. All right. Savewithstockton.com. Save there we go. We did it together like yes, we sir. were singing. All right. Savewithstockton.com. Thank you, Thomas. All right, here we go. Uh, this just in, as we continue to get breaking news tonight, let's go ahead and throw this on there. We got a person killed on a New York subway and five people shot uh, in New York City. This was at a subway station. Uh, in the Bronx. I'm trying to get a narrow down a location of that. It was, um, they said, uh, the police said aiding a man, let's see, it occurred at a subway station in the Bronx. Police said aiding a man in his 30s. I don't know, the sentence doesn't make any sense. Somebody was being aided and was killed. Um, video from television news helicopter showed a subway train stopped at the station and orange evidence cones on the elevated platform at the station the intersection of Mount Eden and Jerome Avenue. Y'all, it's New York, but New York used to be safe. It was a safe city. It was a safe city. Then they got it. They elected a DA that decided to spend his time going after political opponents on the national stage, and they're allowing criminals to run amok in their city. And if you got more criminals on the streets, you're going to get more crime. It's not rocket science. We always see it. These people are idiots. Defund the police was one of the stupidest concept from one of the stupidest uh, political bodies in this country's history and the people 
that are paying the price for it are their own damn supporters and people that were out there championing this stuff. You don't hear them talking about it now. Have they, have they, who's kneeling around now and hating on the police? It's an election. Everybody's forgotten that, hadn't they? Suddenly there's a tough on crime. Uh, these people count on you having amnesia. Remember who they were. Remember who suddenly wanted people to be unsafe. And it keeps happening. We just already had the story in Birmingham today. People shot in a hotel in a prime area for tourists to stay in a hotel. Now it's the Bronx. The Bronx is rougher than Manhattan, but it's spreading all over that city. And there you go. Here's a story. Let me just completely switch gears because this one is right here in my face. I popped over to uh, my buddy's got a shop in um, on the way from my mom's house back home in Weedowie, and I was going to be running late. And I said, let me pop in there and do my show at your office if you don't mind. And so here I am. And um, this story pops out today. AL.com had it. But a couple in Randolph County, which is over here in East Alabama, were recently awarded a million dollars in punitive and compensatory damages after a federal uh, jury determined that deputies here in Randolph County illegally raided their home six years ago. So this is another thing where um, some of these illegal searches and seizures, uh, illegal confiscations uh, from these departments are being challenged in questions. Here's what is being said about this down here, and I'll quote directly from the story. Uh, the Deputy Sheriff Nathaniel Morrow uh, said he arrived at the home around 2 p.m., told her that he was there to serve paperwork related to a civil matter, according to documents from the civil rights lawsuit. Uh, Teresa told him that her husband was at home or Greg was at home, that he could return in two hours to give him the paperwork. Then, two hours later, a county drug task force returned based on the Morrow's claim and said he smelled marijuana and he came back to kick the door in. Shortly after Greg returned home, members of the task force kicked the door in at the Almond's home and threw a shock device inside the residence. And after Greg was injured by the device that detonated at his feet, he and Teresa were thrown on the floor, Teresa. And then the search turned up less than $50 of marijuana and a Lunesta pill that wasn't in the bottle. And he had a prescription for the pill. So they went, uh, they did this civil asset forfeiture. And this is getting under scrutiny here in the country. And there needs to be a whole lot more scrutiny on this. The civil asset forfeiture forfeiture laws which allow law enforcement to see any property they allege is involved in a crime the deputy seized eight thousand dollars in cash firearms jewelry and other personal items and two safes inside their home y'all think of that <laughs> anyway y'all and some of you've seen this some of you've seen this cowboy stuff go on as big a cop supporters i am I don't like dirty cops, and I don't like the abuse of government. That's abuse of government just like the feds do it. And that's in my home county. And, and I'm, I'm literally, I could throw a rocket at the sheriff's department from where I'm standing right now. So they took all the money inside the dude's wallet, according to what he told Reason Magazine. And they were arrested that night, detained at the jail until the following day. According to the story, again, AL.com, you can go read about it yourself. Although the couple's 27-year-old son claimed the marijuana found at the home was his, don't they always say that? Oh, I was just holding it. That was my son's. Either way, one year later, the Almonds were indicted on unlawful possession of marijuana for personal use and unlawful possession of drug paraphernalia. Uh, both of them are misdemeanor charges. So anyway, uh, I could read on, read on. This is a pretty long story. They they sued, and they just won a million bucks because the, the local sheriff's department overdid it over a misdemeanor case. 
Um, we have got to address address in this country the asset forfeiture laws. They are ridiculous. The latitude and discretion given to departments to confiscate property, vehicles, and other things of cash, and not to in some cases they don't very well account for it. And that stuff has to be tightened up. We got a legislative session that's going to get on a merry-go-round over a bunch of nonsense that's never going to get passed just to look like they're doing something. And we got things like this would be easy to clean up, easy to easy to seize upon. Some of these laws got expanded uh, during the days of they were used for drug interdiction and drug cartel interdiction. And so, and I've been on raids that did this as a young reporter. I've been on raids where. Assets were seized and marijuana was found or cocaine was found. And generally, these were large-scale raids, and you're dealing with distributors and dealers, people that are committing uh, those kind of distribution crimes, not just these personal use people. The laws are so loose and flexible that in a lot of cases, if an agency or individual cop wants to be abusive and wants to get their hands on it, uh, they'll do it. There used to be at it. There was a time in the past where departments were incentivized to do it because they got to keep some of the assets from the forfeiture. Uh, I believe after the case was adjudicated, they'd hold the assets, let the case go through the court system. Upon conviction, some of the assets got to remain with the police department. So it was a revenue-producing um, move that some of these departments were doing. That's disgusting. This is an interesting case, uh, and that just happened right here. Fascinating. All right, I don't know how long... County's broke, and I don't know what how long they have to pay out a million dollars, but Randolph County's not one of the more wealthy counties in the state. Let's talk about your home. Two things for your home. We'll start with Gary Levesque and Distinctive Pools. Gary's just an, an artist with what he does. You think about pool builders, and there's a lot that goes into that. It's engineering. That thing's got to contain water and hold it. It's some systems that are put into place to keep it functioning for years to come. And it's art. I mean, it's the style of it, the the shape, the size, how it fits. That's a little bit of subjectivity and a little bit of science. Gary's got all the expertise to do both of those for you, no matter what scale you're looking at. He's also a hardscape expert, so he can handle the outdoor kitchens, the outdoor fireplaces, all of the above. You can do just a hot tub and all those things, or maybe you want to do um, sort of a wading pool or a splash pool in addition to that, just to jazz up uh, a tight space. Some of you need one big enough for all those doggone grandkids. Get it. Gary can build it for you. Look at his website, and you'll see what I mean. Incredible uh, pictures of some of the beautiful work he's done. You want an expert. Somebody's going to come with a backhoe, dig a giant hole in your yard, and put it together for you and leave it more beautiful than they found it. You want an expert. Gary's been doing this for decades. Served our country in the military, and he's very proud of that. We're proud of him. Is Gary Levesque. His company's called Distinctive Pools dot com distinctivepools.com if you are looking on the inside of your house at your bathroom and you want to upgrade facilities let's go talk to mike just like gary he's just a great guy to get to know an expert in his field for 30 plus years i think he's passed 35 years now redoing bathrooms awards all over the place tens of thousands of projects over that amount of time in around birmingham and alabama but right now Again, we focus a lot on the bathroom replacement systems. It's a dangerous place in there. They can come in and in two days rip out that old tub shower, that old slippery thing, and put you in something that's more beautiful, that has shelving in the right spots, handles in the right spots. They're just ergonomically designed. And slip-proof surfaces 
uh, that'll look more beautiful than what you have now. Look more up to date, a whole lot safer for you to get in and out of. Low rise are just flat, so you can roll in there systems. And the sit-down systems, if you want to get in there and take a tub bath with the little door, they got that too, and they do it in two days. They're in, they're out, it's done. Quality work. They stand behind what they do. Let him come give you an estimate. Mike's a great guy. You'll love it. As soon as he gets out of the truck, you'll love talking to him. An honest guy who just works hard. Now, don't you respect that nowadays? It's alabamabaths.com. Alabamabaths.com. All right, tell they've got a great sale going on at Lonnie's Furniture Company. They don't do this a lot, and they're they already started it. It's their pre-President's Day sale. Uh, they're maybe just President's Day sale, and they're just doing it early. It's on right now. They're not waiting till President's Day. A hundred dollars off every thousand dollars you spend on furniture. Boom, that's ten percent. Get after it. Stearns and Foster mattresses. I have that one at home. That brand at home. It's a high-end mattress. I've never invested in something like this. It's worth every dime. I sleep. I, oh, I just sleep on that mattress. It's the best mattress. Uh, $800 off Stearns & Foster right now, and they got up to 48 months financing on their mattresses. So get yourself a mattress on President's Day or some outdoor furniture, 10% off right now for the outdoor line, that Green Country line, as spring approaches. Gets you something that is not going to blow away. It's Lonnie's Furniture Company. Y'all, it's a superstore, and y'all know how much I think of John and Reggie and what they've put together up there. Go see them. Get these deals as we head towards spring and get that financing and let's make it happen. LaniusFurnitureCompany.com, L-A-U-N-I-U-S, LaniusFurnitureCompany.com. All right, I'm going to get these calls. We're going to go calls to the top. We'll go to Mark on a cell phone. What's up, Mark? Hey, sir. Yes. Uh, so I wanted to sort of respond to a call that you got uh, about an hour or so ago. I had to break away. Uh, he was asking why conservatives might be against funding Ukraine. And if I have like 30 seconds, I want to sort of give you the breakdown because I'm a conservative. I kind of come from the same background as you. I'm a veteran. I'm, I'm actually a retiree. Um, I've considered the same evidence that you have. And while I may disagree with you on the conclusion, I, I, I've looked at the same stuff. I think we do need to support Ukraine um, just, just because it is to our interest. It's just like when we supported Stalin against Hitler. It was not an ally we wanted, but it was the lesser of two evils. And I know all the corruption and everything else. I would just rather spend their, their blood, our treasure. That being said, I'm glad the Republicans are holding the line because one of the reasons we need to secure the border is that is our security. So like I said, it's, it's not an easy thing in my opinion. But if you don't mind, the reasons I think that conservatives like myself i mean we question do we need to be supporting ukraine and i think it's because we've been lying to for so long i mean okay you got russiagate you know seven years ago now uh that uh, came up where you had hillary clinton campaign uh basically making crap up and it's all aided by senior former intelligence officials who are backing it up with uh what was then their credibility you've got the covid flu uh, misinformation and people being stifled. You've got in 2020, you've got the cover up on Hunter's laptop. Uh, and that one's real close to home because that would have linked him to Ukraine, which again is a corrupt government. So yes, Biden very well could be involved in or have ulterior motives for supporting Ukraine. Uh, 
during the 2020 election, set aside the Dominion voting machines, regardless of what you think of those. They changed laws to give Biden an unfair advantage. They applied double standards to the rioters of the summer of 2020 versus the people on January 6th, not just the, the people who did riot on January 6th, and some did, and they need to be punished. But people who are just, you know, let in like sheep or just protesting uh, right or wrong. And then even linked to what you were talking about just 20 minutes ago, we're being fed lies because this whole transgender nonsense, you know, we're being told that a man is a woman, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I mean, that's why people who would normally support against um, Russia, which is, an evil empire in itself. That's why they're questioning all this stuff. Well, and again, yes, I think it is in our best interest to support Ukraine. But I well, look, it's sure very well reasoned. The, you, what you did was lay out a good case for a Ukraine uh, funding supporter, but yet understanding the skepticism. I think you've had a, a good note there because I disagree with you on the funding. And, and, but it's for the similar reasons that you state. But also we find out today that the, the current bill, you know, the devil's always in the details has an impeachment time bomb for Trump or any other future president that if you cut off funding, uh, they could be impeached for it. And it's just buried in the bill. That's corrupt. Yeah. I mean, that's just corrupt Absolutely. and it hamstrings our national security. Secondly, um, yeah. in the current situation, a year ago, there you had a fighting argument that more funding would help. Right now, they, they're out of people to shoot the weapons, and we're out of weapons. So we're at a different position than we were at the beginning of this. Putin is not going to take another inch if somebody negotiate a peace deal. And I don't think he has any interest in Poland or any other region. So if, if cooler heads could prevail, just, he's going to keep part of Ukraine. There's no way to avoid that now. Ukraine is lost. So can, additional funding is only going to fund this laundering machine that we're all so suspect of. And that's the sad part for the Ukrainian people. It really is. The history of that region yeah. is so old and deep, and the rivalries are so complex it's just hard through American eyes to understand what's really going on there. And, uh, uh, so, but here we are, but I appreciate your thoughtful, um, analysis of why people are so skeptical right now. These are times when skepticism is healthy. And I think a rigorous debate over this is healthy. All right. God bless. Brother. Right. Hey, good, good call, man. Um, Jeff in Indiana, go Jeff. Jeff dropped off. Jeff dropped off. Hey, I tell you what, let me get this in here, and then we'll see if we can get Boomer. You got to go fast, though, Boomer. Get your stuff ready. You ready? Alabama Gold Refinery, that's Steve over there in Homewood, man. I think he still has some Trump head coins left. These are silver dollar rounds uh, that he had on sale for 30 bucks. The price of silver moves around, but these are on sale. Get one. The novelty value is worth it to me. Just having that is kind of cool. But you always got the value of it being made out of silver. You're collecting silver. Which is kind of smart to do. So get them while you can. I don't think he's putting an individual limit on, but he told me like la early last week they were selling like hotcakes and almost gone. Otherwise, it's it's your shop for fair deals on buying, selling, and trading gold, silver, and platinum. It's what they do. Steve's such an expert on that industry, and he set up a shop in a very nice place across from the Regions Bank and Homewood Security features in the building. Um, and look, you can do this in cash. There's no sales tax in the state. Uh, on gold. So do it. Make a wise investment. Hedge against inflation. Work with a reputable, credible shop. Get fair value and have some fun doing it. It's a cool place to stop by. 
It's alabamagoldrefinery.com, A-G-R, alabamagoldrefinery.com. All right, that took longer than I thought, AJ. I don't think I have time for Boomer. Poor old Boomer. You just have to come back tomorrow. Yeah. Y'all stay, huh? That's a, yeah, we ain't going to have time for Boomer. <laughs> it's all right, Boomer. Well, That's all right, Boomer. Call yeah. us back, brother. We'll get you tomorrow. <laughs> All right, y'all, I'm out of here. I'm about to, Somebody just brought in pizza, and that is not on my diet, but it's Uh-oh. been a long day, and I'm okay, man, because I got to. I got to do it, man. Uh-oh. Just eat the meat and cheese, man. Scrape oh, the – Scrape the – It's been a day. Don't eat the bread. It has been a day. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll <laughs> be right. in the studio tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. All right, see you tomorrow. Stay tuned for Breaking Bread coming up next. Goodbye, AJ. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby at the whole school. Yeah, just I hurt see. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.